Hi there. I'm Susan Spears, President and CEO of the Fredericksburg Regional Chamber of Commerce, coming at you today from the Chamber office here to give you another Chamber business brief, which offers you, our viewer, an opportunity to learn more about the businesses that make up the Fredericksburg Regional Chamber of Commerce and our local economy. I'm excited to have with me here today, Gordon Duncan. Gordon, welcome. Thank you, Susan. This is an incredible privilege. Thank you so much. Oh, awesome. Awesome to see you. Uh, Gordon is the co-owner of Capitalized Marketing and Consulting and certainly no stranger to the chamber. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we saw him everywhere all the time and um, certainly super active in our community. And you know what? During the pandemic, Gordon, we see you everywhere all the time too, which is just awesome uh, with so many things that you do. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you are going to share with the folks that um, will be watching this. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, the chamber was one of the very first things we wanted to do. Uh, it was the it seemed to be the wisest way to connect with the community. And uh, when the pandemic hit, we tried to be everywhere we could be safely. Um, but you know, the chamber offered tons of opportunities, both virtually and safely in person, over the last year. And uh, you know, it's it's pre-constructed way to go ahead and connect with folks when you're wondering how can it be done safely. So when the chamber puts together safe events, either online or in person, we knew we wanted to be there. Oh, well, that's that's terrific. And we thank you for that. Now, let's let folks know all about who you are. Um, I started to say at the beginning, CTP Marketing. Mm -hmm. um, I know you guys have been going through a rebrand and I'm, um, it's right there in the wheelhouse of what you do anyway. So let's, let's uh, tell folks about the business. I appreciate that. And the rebrand was part of what we decided to go through during uh, COVID and, and quarantine. But uh, Capitalize is a full-scale marketing and consulting uh, company. So we have really two silos. We've got one side where we do everything full-scale marketing company from uh, branding, marketing campaigns, click funnels, websites, uh, social media, all the things that you imagine if you want to market anything. And then on the other side, we have consulting and coaching. So we're licensed John Maxwell coaches. Uh, and But our idea is what we want to do is we want to help companies capitalize on what they do best so they can better care uh, for their clients and customers. So uh, that capitalization might be uh, marketing and getting the word out there for them, or it might be coaching and helping them figure out how to do it themselves. But that's how capitalized marketing came about. It's just, we figured that the folks we work with already have great things going on. And if we can just highlight it and help companies do the, do the best and be the best they are, uh, then that would be the best way to serve them. That, that's a lot of good stuff there. You know, um, there's so much that falls under that umbrella of the term marketing. Mm -hmm. And particularly when you're just starting out in business, that can be overwhelming. People are, do I do a Facebook? Do I do LinkedIn? What do I do? Is What's the difference between marketing and social media? How do you mm -hmm. help guide people to that right direction to capitalize their business? That's a great question. Uh, when we sit down with clients, we do our best not to come with a, a preconceived idea of what they need. I mean, obviously, if someone wants to meet with us, we're going to do an assessment, looking if they are on social media or look at their websites. And so we come with ideas. Um, but the best thing we can do is get to know them and uh, ask them questions, perhaps do a social media or marketing survey, and then come back with a plan with them. Uh, the, at this point in time, no one needs cookie cutter approaches to marketing. Um, it will give you some bump, it will give you some attention, but cookie cutter approaches are going to give you cookie cutter results. Uh, so we do our best with every single client to create a brand new unique plan. Uh, sometimes it's social media, sometimes it's a website or a click funnel, or sometimes it's, it's videos. And so over the last couple of years, we've been able to gradually add on more and more services 
that we can offer to our clients. But the biggest thing is getting to know them and not assuming uh, that we have got everything figured out without actually knowing their company. Uh, so it's not it's not unreasonable for us often to sit and interact with clients for an hour or two or a week or so even before we move into a contract because if we don't have that personal connection with them it's going to be hard for us to help speak their voice when we're representing them online or in some other avenue. Gotcha. Well, that that's good to hear. Now that's a real balancing act between that and the coaching side of stuff. Um, how do you engage people to get involved with you um, for some coaching? Well, uh, when I got started, uh, when I started my first business, it was a consulting business way back in 03. Okay. And I had worked in the eye care realm. I had managed a, a large eye care clinic and I wanted to go back to grad school. And so I printed some business cards, got a cell phone and declared myself a consultant. Um, but part of that was learning how to understand interior systems and understanding how to coach people uh, towards their goals. And so along the way, we realized that we needed, uh, you know, we needed some guidance with that ourselves. Uh, so we went and got a mentor and a coach and that mentor and a coach wound up being a John Maxwell certified coach. We found that system incredibly helpful. Mm -hmm. And then myself and my co-owner Vince, we went and got that coaching certification as well. So part of it is uh, when you approach a client trying to have a sense of, uh, where are they? Because not every client can immediately get, they'll say, listen, we're not making enough money. I mean, that's typically the, it's either money or presence that people are looking for, money or awareness. And so sometimes uh, you look at it and go, well, listen, all you really need is to raise your awareness. We need to shine a bigger spotlight on you. And if that's the case, we're going to go to the marketing realm. But if we approach a client and we see, you know what, there's some interior systems, there's some things that if you grew as a company uh, internally, you would achieve the goals you want. When we see that, we typically go the coaching route. And there's some clients, wonderfully, we get to do both with. Uh, but it's understanding the clients. If it's really a bigger spotlight, we're gonna go in the marketing realm. If it's uh, improving interior systems or interior skills, we're going to go the coaching route. And again, our favorite is when we get to do all of that because you really get a, a you know a 360 view of everything a client's doing. Um, but it's understanding the client and not coming with, like I said, cookie cutter approaches. That's how we figure that out. Yeah, well, it's a very unique uh, business model. So good for you to kind of merge a couple of different passions there to do it, what you guys do. Now, the past year, you know, the pandemic, all that good stuff, we're coming right up on a year uh, this very soon um, mm -hmm. as this airs. Um, tell me about some of the things you all have done, you know, to stay uh, to stay active during that time. Yeah, thanks. Because you realize as the chamber and everyone else had to obviously uh, shut down <laughs> and, and we're such a community connecting type company, all of a sudden the face-to-face the -face opportunities we have with people were uh, decreased and diminished. So the first thing we did is we decided, okay, this is not going anywhere. We're going to have a lot of time in our hands. So we decided to approach all of our inner systems and we did everything from uh, uh, we looked at every single deposit we'd ever made in the history of the company and attributed it to a service that we offer. And then we decided, is that a helpful service to offer? So we emphasize this one more than the other one. And so we did a lot of internal analysis. Then we went out and got extra skills. We're like, okay, there is more time here. So we had been coaching for years, but we realized we needed certification. We needed some things behind us to help us. So then we went and pursued the John Maxwell coaching. Uh, and so in that, we're like, no matter what, 
for the most part, everyone's going to have a little bit more time on their hands here. So we knew that if we improved ourselves as a company, both how we did things, what we did, and then improved our skills, that we'd have more to offer our customers and clients. But the other thing was what the quarantine did for everyone is it left companies with really the only option they had was to go online. So we, we partnered with the Downtown Association and started helping companies build websites. And then we started helping companies improve their social media because it's the only voice they had. So in that aspect, it gave us an opportunity to approach people. There was a real need. And then we were able to help them with it. So it was really improving ourselves interiorly as a company and then recognizing the needs of the community and trying to meet those. Uh, it was good. It was intense. And like I said, we went and got a I mean, coaches need coaches. So we went and got a coach and mentor ourselves who's smarter than us and ahead of us, uh, gave them free access to, you know, kick our, kick our butts and tell us what we needed to do. And, and it changed everything about us. And that's when we rebranded from CTP to capitalized uh, because we just felt like that would help people understand what we do a little bit better. Wow. That's a, that's a lot to undertake, isn't it? Um, I also saw that you, uh, came out with this. Oh, there's my book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, maybe you want to share a little about that? Well, I appreciate it. It's a book called How to Attract Clients. It's super simple. And uh, thank you. You can get it at Amazon or anywhere you want. Or if you bump on, bump into me on the street, I bet I got a copy of my bag. I'll just give you one. Um, but when we did this rebrand and uh, we really went all in, uh, a good friend of ours asked, um, Gordon, how do you attract clients? And I thought she was asking us about a company. And so I started going through networking and social media. But what I discovered is that uh, this mom had a son who was starting his own videography business. So she was actually asking, you know, a very personal question, like, how does anybody attract clients? Because she wanted to help her son. When I realized that that is a question that most every business has got to answer. So what I wanted to do is uh, I've published books before and I was an old high school English teacher. So it's a little bit of a second nature to me. So I thought I need to create something that someone could really read in an afternoon. That's super simple that if you're struggling to attract clients, this is how you can do it. So part of the work in the pandemic is I started writing this book. And uh, as we came, I mean, we didn't, we weren't out of it in November, but things started to loosen up a little bit. Remember around Christmas time, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I released the book and I started doing some online seminars uh, with folks and started giving them away. But really what I wanted to do is most businesses will put a post on social media and then you sit and you're like, well, what's next? What am I supposed to do to get someone to show up? And, and I understand it. I do. Uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to write a really easy to read step-by-step -step guidebook that when you don't know what to do to attract clients, it'll give you some tasks. And that was the idea behind the book. And really you could read it maybe in, in two hours. It's not a big book. It's, 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 it's a big pamphlet almost if you ask, but uh, that was the idea behind it. And then also it, um, it was something that we could say as a business, here's one of the ways we help. So uh, I appreciate that. So yeah, it's uh, it's on Amazon, or if you bump into me, I'll give you a free copy. I'm glad to do it. It is. I think we have some copies here at the chamber office um, as well for when people um, they are still stopping by, not as much as 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 you know before, but hopefully mm -hmm. we'll be getting back to that again before too long. Um, you know, as we as we start to wind down our time together, um, we've been talking a lot about the pandemic in this past year. Gordon, what do you think as you look back on this time and, and you reflect on it, what's been the biggest learning point for you? 
That's a great question. Uh, I'll probably answer it in two different ways. Okay. Um, so uh, Amy and I, my wife, uh, we've been married this year will be 25 years and we have three daughters, uh, 19, 17 and 14. Um, and the first thing I learned, and, and I always, I mean, I absolutely adore my family. I'm going to talk about my, my wife and kids all the time. Um, but looking back on it, the, the, the first thing I learned is that despite how difficult it is, and we've had friends that have really, really struggled, and we have been, we've been blessed to, to be safe in the midst of this. But the first thing I learned is just cultivate an attitude of just thankfulness and mm -hmm. gratitude every single day. Um, that time with my uh, wife and children uh, was one of the sweetest times ever in our entire life. And I, when we look back on it, that time, that quarantine at home was incredible. Um, now, everybody was, uh, you know, struggling being inside and the, you know, school and friends, things that we, we missed all those things. And it was definitely a, a sense of fear throughout the country, of course. Um, but uh, we had to wake up every day and remind ourselves what we were thankful for. Um, it's impossible to be thankful and complain at the same time. And uh, so that was the first thing we learned is, hey, every day we got to remind ourselves what to be thankful for. And I'm immensely blessed to wake up in a household with people I love to be with every day. Um, so that was the, uh, the first thing is that just to remind myself that gratitude and thankfulness uh, will always be the most powerful emotions if we lead with them. Um, but business wise, uh, uh, I... <laughs> I love to stay busy. I really do. I love working. I, I, I don't, I don't like, you know, uh, I don't ever get bored, uh, Susan, but uh, what I remembered, what I, one of the things I learned business wise is if you don't know what to do in your business, go improve your skills. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is uh, in a world of free information, ignorance is a choice. And so you can listen to podcasts, you can watch YouTube, there are free courses out there. You can check out books on the library or, I mean, there's, there's so much wonderful information out there. And if you've got the money to buy a book, 26 bucks is a good deal to get all the information you want from someone. And so if we don't know what to do in our business, the thing we can do is go improve ourselves and improve our skills and learn something else. And so in that quarantine, I, I knew I had to be thankful to fight off the struggles and the anxiety that came yeah. with it. And then as a business owner, if, if business was slowing down, understandably, then I need to go learn new skills. I need to go find out ways to be better uh, as, an, uh, as a, a CEO. I need to be better as um, a, a contractor. I need to be better. However I can be, I need to improve my skills. So for me, it was reading books and taking courses and doing the John Maxwell certification um, so that I can better serve clients. And so for all of us, when we struggle and who knows where this pandemic's going, we hope we see a light shining. We, we hope that we're going to move into maybe a fall that looks semi-normal. But between now and then, I've got to be thankful and I've got to just keep improving my skills so that, you know, I'm aware and can take advantage in a good way of any opportunity that comes our way. A lot of good positive energy there, my friend. <laughs> I love it. And I wrote it down um, when you said it's impossible to be thankful and complain at the same time. Uh, I think a lot of people could use that's a good quote I want to see you put that if you I don't think I've seen that on on your stuff well I, I I'm sure I've said it I don't know who I heard it first heard it from but uh yeah I, I, I think I did a podcast episode about it but it's probably time for me to do another one so yeah it's a good it's a good quote there um, um because it, it it's a natural tendency for us and I I know I'm guilty of it those little life things and Sometimes we can we can be going about our, our day in these 
you know, your parking space can get you upset. Mm -hmm, sure. So <laughs> we, we cold, need to cry on the prize, right? It can be anything. <laughs> you really can. Uh, uh, I know we're winding down, but I decided uh, two days ago, uh, it was one of those days where I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to have a, an amazing attitude all day long. And so I, I don't think, I, I mean, I'm not superstitious, but that got challenged all day long. It really did. You know, someone said something mean online or a, a client challenge or a change of scheduled. And, uh, but you know, I, I, I knew I was trying my best to have an encouraging and positive attitude all day long. So it, I, I'm thankful I did it, but it's going to get challenged anytime. If you can walk through a day and say, I'm going to be thankful all the day, you're definitely going to find out areas where there's challenges or you're weak or, or, or you may give into a little bit of temptation to complain. Absolutely. Well, um, good, good thoughts to share with us here today. And, uh, it's definitely been a pleasure talking with you. Um, any, any final, any last thing you'd like to share with our viewers? You know, I want, well, I do want to say thank, thank you for the chamber. Uh, I mean, the chamber, uh, we absolutely love it. We love our lead chair. Uh, we love you and Wendy and everyone there. I mean, it's just a fantastic team. Um, uh, the lead chair is like a gym membership. So you, you've got to go to get, you've got to participate to enjoy all the benefits. And so if I don't go to the gym, I'm not going to see the benefits. If I don't participate in the, the chamber, um, I, I'm not going to see the benefits of it. Uh, but it, it has and continues to create a community that we absolutely love. And I love seeing it grow. And, and really hope that again, as everyone else in the summer and the fall, we see new members and we see ribbon cuttings and maybe those after hours that we used to, to enjoy. Um, so I do want to share that. I, I want to say thank you to you, Susan, in the chamber, because um, as a young business, it was the first thing we did and it, it has been fantastic for us. Um, but for everyone else, uh, uh, broadly, um, I just will stick what I talked about earlier. I mean, like finding that one thing to be thankful for throughout the day. And um, uh, if you can, in the midst of a really, if, if you're struggling or if a client or something, just you lose that deal, uh, understand it. And there's days where you've got to fill that all day long. I get it. Uh, sometimes loss is big. But when you wake up the next day um, and put your feet on the ground, the question is, what am I going to be thankful for today? It'll help counter some of that. And I by no means am perfect in that, but it, it's, it's, try, it, it's how I try to kind of counter those, those negative or those difficult days. Well, awesome. Uh, really appreciate you sharing all that with us today. And we do have a, um, a big event coming up actually um, that's um, gonna be the biggest biggest thing we've done since the pandemic. Uh, we just announced it recently. So somebody's listening and hasn't heard on April 30th, we'll be doing the gala um, outdoors over at Fred Nat Stadium. I can't wait. So, yep, anybody that's hearing this for the first time, pop on our website or our Facebook and come on out because it's gonna be safe and outdoors and just wonderful time. So I'm so glad you're coming and I look forward to seeing you there. Yep. And um, it was a blast, it was just, a blast uh, yep. a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just a joy to see all you do in the community and look forward to seeing you there, Gordon. And uh, thank you guys for listening today. You're, I am Susan Spears here with the Chamber's Business Brief Program. And our guest today was Gordon Duncan, the co-owner of Capitalized Marketing and Consulting. Thank you for being with us, Gordon. Susan, thanks so much. I appreciate the opportunity. I hope you have a great day. You too.